Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Jehu. Back again with Hollywood Scuttlebutt. We have a pretty exciting week of news in Hollywood, Joseph. We do. I do, I do want to say you, you've been favoriting me, favoring me. In, in your intros, and I feel like Hurt deserves a little first billing every once in a while. Well, the problem is Kaka is such a good ending. That's yeah, a good point. I it, don't think it, you can go after it does. That's too <laughs> How do you follow that? I, you don't have anything I don't, special. I don't have. I, I have nothing, absolutely nothing special about me. Never mind. Continue the way that you've right. been doing if it. If Ian were here, I would switch off. <laughs> Jay, you would get first billing if not for the Kaka. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, we got some news for you this week. First and foremost, probably some disappointing news to people who loved Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There is a sequel coming. That's the good news. The bad news is it's not till 2022 because animation takes a long ass time. That is a long time. <laughs> Four years after the first one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the tri- I mean, it took like three years to make this one, that's right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. I think when the announcement came in like 2015, and the like little short thing they posted for it had a bunch of different spider logos on there. Interesting ones. Uh, Jessica Drew. Carnage, I believe, was on there. I'm trying to remember some others, and I'm drawing blanks. Uh, but hopefully we get different spider people this time. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, if this looks as good or better than the last one, and I'm saying just visually, it's worth the four years late. Yeah. You know, make sure this looks as good as that, because that was an excellent, besides just being an excellent movie, was just a really great looking movie. Absolutely. Bring Oscar Isaacs back. I forgot what we were talking about. What are we talking about? Spider-Verse. <laughs> Spider-Verse 2. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I like, uh, I like the 2099. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've been in this for like 40 seconds, and you've already zoned out. <laughs> yeah. Who are you, me? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's starting early. <laughs> this is only going to get worse from here. <laughs> Uh, also, as, as far as general sequels you knew were coming, uh, we got Ant-Man 3, directed by uh, Peyton Reed, who's done the, the first two. Uh, this is fine news. I would say it's very good news. I really enjoyed the Ant-Man movie. You know, there are people who are like that, and they're wrong. <laughs> but, I, you know. I think not enjoying them is because maybe you're a hateful prick. <laughs> there is, there's just a lot of animosity in this room today Mostly directed towards you Yeah, that's I, 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 mean, I tend to draw that out of people I think these movies are exactly what they intended to be Which is comical heists in a superhero universe yeah. I think they achieve that right on the nose And I'll, I'll watch another one Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my shot glass and my booze And taking a shot every time they say quantum in the next yeah, one, and then I will die. We blast her. Uh, I enjoy the first two. I think they're fun. Interesting that this will probably be the first trilogy directed by one person. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know when. And what a talented. I'm, yeah. I'm being shitty on <laughs> Peyton Reed. You're probably fine. <laughs> um, so, you know, the second one was upping the ante of Ant Man and Wasp. Surely they won't just call this Ant-Man 3. What do you think the uh, anti-up will be? Well, now that we have Michelle Pfeiffer I love anti-up, though. That's (laughs) fucking great. (laughs) I'm saying Ant-Man and the Wasp and Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. (laughs) You know, and with de-aging technology and stuff, I could even see him maybe doing a a story told in two times. That would be cool. You know, you've pitched the Fantastic Four being from the 60s. I think it'd be really fun if that's how you introduced that group was like... Ant-Man and Wasp from, like, the 70s, their adventures. Right. And also, like, tie it into some things that were going on in the Marvel Universe yeah, yeah, during yeah. that period. Totally. That would be dope. Uh, I don't care about the Jumanji trailer. There was a new Jumanji trailer. It didn't really it outline that much more than we didn't already know. But and uh, it, it will make a lot of money. It will make a it lot of money. It doesn't need our hype. I'm more excited about Jungle Cruise. 
Yeah, Jungle Cruise looks more fun. Have yeah. you guys noticed? Maybe you don't. If you follow The Rock on Twitter, he's now started using Jumanji Movie Universe oh, good. as a hashtag. So it seems like The Rock has plans for more money. <laughs> I mean, I think The Rock always has plans for more money. I will say, as much as I'm, I'm, I'm being down on this franchise as a whole, I think Jack Black is having a great time, and I'm having a great time because he's having a great yeah. time. I, you know, the first time I watched the second one, I really, I really enjoyed it. The second time, not so much. Right. But uh, if I have the same experience this time, at least I'll know. Just watch it once. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Immediately after our last episode, uh, you know, as tends to happen when we record on a Monday, the new and final trailer for The Mandalorian came out during a football game. Yep. Have we still talked about how bananas that is? The geek shit premieres during the football game. Like, there's a good explanation in that Disney owns ESPN and ESPN shows Monday Night Football. So if 20 million people are watching Monday Night Football, then it's like easy promotion for them. I guess I just think that you know, you know, everybody always says, "Oh man, if I could travel back in time and tell five year old me this, that would blow my mind." I think of all the things you could say that about now. That would probably do it the most. Oh yeah, they there's there's superhero movies and Star Wars movies all the fucking time, and it's such a big deal they premiere it on Monday Night Football. True for yep. the people who kick your ass. Yep, right now. Right, they're gonna claim to love the shit you love. Right, right. Today. I mean that's that's me now. I watch the football game just to watch the football game, and then the, the yeah, trailer came on. Yeah, we are the target audience. Goddamn it! <laughs> You're the weirdo. Let's beat him up. The, right. <laughs> those of us who like both. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, the, the, again, the production value on this show looks amazing. Yeah, like, it yeah. looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the aesthetic. I've always been a big fan of the idea of, of I, mean, I think we all are, of exploring the universe outside of the Jedi mm-hmm. and, and like the Skywalkers, because that's, that's one of the things that makes the universe so interesting is that it just feels so rich, you know, and right. we, 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 don't get, we haven't gotten to see it from this perspective yet, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I mean the closest you got was Solo, mm-hmm. and uh, and it got a little Disneyfied. Yeah, I'm I'm just really excited to see it not from established characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Solo had to check boxes, mm-hmm. right? And so I want to see it from characters that we know nothing about, and we could just live inside that world. Uh, this trailer is cool as shit. The show looks cool as shit. Uh, this episode comes out on Tuesday. Next Tuesday, I'm going to be watching The Mandalorian. Also, Werner Herzog as a Star Wars character so seem, seems like some shit from... What's the Seth Green show with the toys? Robot Chicken? Yeah, Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken. It seems like a skit from Robot Chicken, you know? Like, that's just weird. And they have a lot of Werner Herzog in this trailer. Yeah. The like, whole narration. It's all him. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. Let's see. Famous actress Elizabeth Banks has recently been uh, exploring other career options. She is directing the new Charlie's Angels reboot with Kristen Stewart and the girl from the new Aladdin, whose name I can't remember. Nope, can't remember. (laughs) 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 I almost went for it, and then I was like, no, I don't believe in myself. Uh, But she's also apparently starting up a show called Superhero High. That's exactly what it sounds like. A high school for probably super children as it looks like a family-friendly kind of show. Have you guys ever watched Superhero Girls? No. Uh, It's the current high school. Have you? I have. My children love Superhero Girls um, where the entire DC universe all goes to Metropolis High. Mm. And I imagine this is going to be very similar to that. That sounds fun. Uh, You know what? There are worse 
I, I think it's uh, it's canon on this uh, on this podcast that I do not like Elizabeth Banks. She uh, was the worst part of a really good show and the worst part of a really okay show. Was the okay show Scrubs? The okay show was Scrubs. That's correct. The yeah. really good show was Thirty, 30. Rock. Uh, so I'm never excited about anything she's involved in. Uh, you know, it it might you guys well particularly I say you guys I mean Joseph are more likely to just be irrationally hate, hateful about things than I am. I'm not really about much, but I think I am about Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I think I, you, you are about hating Elizabeth <laughs> Banks yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch this, but I mean, in it, there's a few more topics on the subject. But what we really got into is HBO Max. Oh, is this an HBO Max this thing? Is an also, HBO Max. Oh, damn! Thing. I meant to save this for later, but that's fine. Yeah, a uh, bunch of DC shows. Yeah, or not a bunch. Well, uh, a they've couple an- were announced. They've announced a Green Lantern animated TV show. Is it? Oh, is it an- I don't think it's. Oh, it's anim- not animated. I think it's animated. Yeah. Oh shit! Also made by Greg Berlanti, who famously made the Green Lantern movie with starring Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds' uh, favorite movie. I don't know that we should have any more hope for this than we should have the other one. But either way, they they seem to be exploring other other DC shows. I think Swamp Thing is going to be on there too. Well, there there there's this Strange Tales is the other one. Strange Tales, yeah. Yeah, so it it stands the chance of having like Swamp Thing, Adam Strange, a lot of like mm-hmm. stranger DC characters in it. Uh, is Greg Berlanti, is he also the guy who does all the crappy CW shows? I believe he is. See, that's the thing. I was excited about all this until I was like, oh, more of this guy? Yeah. Because those shows are like fucking toast with no butter, man. They are dry. They are boring. Yep. Like, uh, I know people who love them, and I respect that, but they just bore the piss out of me. Green Lantern's a character that probably 16 to 20-year-old me, if you'd ask me who, what's my shit, I would mm-hmm. say Green Lantern. Yeah. And it's one that I would love to for it to work in live action. But the closer we get to it being a reality, the more I'm like, no, don't just don't just don't fucking touch it. Just don't do it. Well, the thing about you you saying he was also involved with uh, the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Though. See, to me, that sort of makes me excited because I my only real problem with the Green Lantern movie is it tries to be like three movies. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And it just none of it lands. I think with more space, it could. Yeah. But again, I don't have a lot of faith in this guy because of the TV shows. And also, Screen Lantern, you've got to land the special effects. And I don't know if they're going to do that for TV, even if it's HBO. Yeah, yeah I wonder if they're going to try to model it after the Disney Plus model in that, you know, here's $200 million. You got six hours. Make it work. I hope so, because that yeah. would be dope. I mean, we haven't seen any of the Disney Plus shit yet, but I think we're all pretty confident that yeah. it looks like they're doing a good job. Okay, so this, this is called HBO Max, right? Yep. I'm going to try to see if I understand this. Okay, there's HBO Go that is a website for streaming HBO if you have HBO on your cable service. That's true. That's my understanding. There's HBO Now, which is for streaming that exact same shit if you don't have a cable service for like 14 bucks a month. That's also correct. This is HBO Max, which is that plus some other shit you can't get on the network. Correct. I believe HBO Max is the name that they're going with for the Warner Brothers streaming service specifically. So it's going to be everything Warner Brothers owns because Warner Brothers owns HBO. They own DC. I believe they didn't say this, but there was rumor when they first started talking about a Warner Brothers streaming service, a Harry Potter show. Right. I I don't know if that stuff is going to be separate or not because the same thing, what do you do with DC Universe? 
right. roll that into right. it? Why does what? that even exist anymore? Well, and my main question would be is will this be like when Watchmen comes on at 8 o'clock on Sunday night? Will it be available? Will it be available? Because yeah. that'll be the big checkbox if I get it or not. If that's true, then yeah, why wouldn't I get this and fucking cancel it on a cable service? But yeah. If not, then it becomes whichever one of these pick I pick, I'm kind of a chump. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm torn because I mean I don't really know that there's a lot of like the the new things that they're putting out that like I need that I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. get on the HBO because I don't actually know. You like like you said, right. I don't know what's going to go on HBO Go and HBO Now versus HBO Max. But I do know HBO Max is getting all the Studio Ghibli films, right? Which that's pre- awesome. Previously had been like the 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 studio had been hardlining. We will not stream any of this shit. So I'll probably get it for at least a month. <laughs> That's interesting because didn't Disney do all the U.S. releases for they those did. movies? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, also, they're getting Rick and Morty, so I'm assuming that means they're getting all the Adult Swim stuff. Yeah, they're getting Rick and Morty, which, which I mean, that's owned by Times Warner. Right. So, I mean, it would make sense. Well, my main thing is if that's the case, A, I hope they have all the Space Ghost shit because that's my shit. But also, maybe we'll finally get some closure on Metalocalypse. Like, you know, like if they're really trying to compete with Netflix, they're just going to be throwing everything at the wall and we might get some cool shit out of it. Yeah, I heard that it was the the two like back catalog things that really didn't were Rick and Morty and Doctor Who are right. both going to HBO Max. And uh, I mean, I, you know, one of the thing that is in this realm that was announced was a new Game of Thrones TV show. Mm-hmm. But it, well, I never understood if it was going on HBO or if it's going on HBO Max. Right. Like the Green Lantern show, I believe, is not going to be on HBO. Right, it's going to be on HBO Max. Yes. Right, but it's hard to think you wouldn't put Game of Thrones. Right, because it's sitting mm-hmm. originally an yeah. HBO property, right. not a Warner Brother property. But yet you're announcing it at this press conference for this other thing. Right, it's fucking confusing. It is confusing. What's really confusing about the uh, Game of Thrones show is it's not the one they've been filming. Right. Correct. They, the one that has big stars attached to it. Yeah. They've canned that show and are now giving us one, what is it called? Something of dragons? Blood of dragons? Some. It's about Targaryens. Yeah. Blood of fire, maybe? I don't remember. Was, I mean, fire, fire and blood is their house motto or whatever. Whatever. N- this got a series order. With no stars attached. The only yep. thing we know is George R. R. Martin is coming back to help the, Just to be clear, these this, I mean, obviously it happened within the last week because it's on the same episode. Mm. But, I mean, it's happened, like, the same day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is, is they made the announcements of, of the canceling of the one they've been hyping for several months right. now. And then, yeah, announcing this new one that we don't know anything about. I was more excited about the other one. Agreed. I think of this universe, the part I'm least excited about exploring is the Targaryens. I don't know. See, my, my concern with the other one was that it sounded too much like the story that we had already gotten as far as like this this grand scope myth well, of, of, you know, the, the cyclical the, history. Yeah, and... yeah. The, the great good versus the great evil kind of thing. Um, I don't know if this is going to be in any way related to like the dance of, is it Dance with Dance of Dragons? I don't remember. So it's where the, it's yeah. like infighting within the Targaryens right. where they're like dragons fighting dragons and it's it's the same kind of political intrigue but specifically kind of where the world's already more magical and these people are, are you know, fighting within the family. And that's an interesting dynamic that, you know, it's, it's, it's more of what we like but with different people in a different time with a different setting. If it turns out to be Dallas with dragons, I could get on board. It, it kind of <laughs> seems like it yeah. might be. With better special effects, right. or with special effects at all. I do agree. I'm with you, Hurt. I was more excited about the other one because mm-hmm. I think there was, a, there was a lot of shit that people wanted to know that the show didn't answer, 
And normally I'm okay with it, but that show's built so much on fantasy to mm. really ignore the fantasy element of it. Right. Feel, felt like a huge mistake. So I would have liked to have seen the other stuff. And the least interesting characters on the show were Targaryen people. Right. You know, I like, liked the brother. Okay. I mean, I liked hating the brother, yeah. but he was a compelling, interesting character. He was aggressively evil, easy to hate. Exactly. There are two things that I would like to see on a show, and I've said it before, Robert's Rebellion. Yep. I like those characters, mm. and that's it. I, I liked when the show, if you're going to do, if you don't want fantasy to be a major element because you don't want to spend $15 million per episode, that's a really interesting time period where there wasn't magic yeah, and there yeah. wasn't dragons. The other one, I would have been interested in the fall of Valeria. I think that would make a really interesting right. story. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that's been really explored in any of the, the yeah. lore, so you'd have a lot more rain without all the all the nerds writing the letters every week. I'm sure that it was, it's Martin putting his name on this one is the one that got. Yeah. I, I bet that was the deciding vote. Hey, I'll get on board with this one. Okay, shit, that's the one we're doing. Yeah. Just give, me, just give me like a three-part miniseries of Robert's Rebellion. That's all I need. It's just yeah. like, just like because we already know several of the characters. Right. You know the outcome. Just I just want to I just want to see like some of the battles. It's fine. I just want to spend time with Rhaegar. Yeah, and uh, yeah, watch Robert Baratheon just murder people with a hammer. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds super fun. Yeah, um, and then yeah, the, the last thing that we have kind of related to this is uh, old D and D David David Benioff and DB Weiss. Yeah, uh, who were the showrunners for Game of Thrones, who had been uh, supposedly developing a Star Wars trilogy are no longer developing a Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> yeah, well, Netflix offered them a, like, seven-figure deal to produce shit on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, like reasonable adults, they decided they'd take the money and, mm-hmm. and step away from Star Wars. And this was also one of those weird things where we, we as people who were, have been following this news over the last couple of months, have noticed, like, Disney seems to be really stretching out this Star Wars thing. They've right. got the Mandalorian. They theoretically still have this Ryan Johnson yep. thing that's out there. Uh, they've got whatever you know outside series they've got. They've got the the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan yeah. series, Kevin Feige and movie. They got the Kevin Feige movie, and then yeah, then uh, there's supposedly three other movies by the Game of Thrones guys that we haven't heard anything about. So I'm I'm not surprised that this got dropped. I mean, also, I, their life's going to be a lot easier. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, they were going to particularly with how Game of Thrones wrapped up and how many people were unhappy with it. They were going to get a lot of crap from Star Wars fan before one fucking scene was seen. Yeah, you know, that's true. Starting fresh with something new, all they've got to worry about is that is the money that Netflix gave. Them. I do like the idea that two guys could be like the bane of every fan base's existence. Yes, right. that's if, true. They, if they just kept going, right. just funnel it all yeah. on those guys. <laughs> uh, remember, was the movie was going to be the origins of the Jedi, mm-hmm. um, which. Is honestly not something I care to see. No. Uh, I would have liked to seen, as we've talked about before, these guys have been well-suited for Knights of the Old Republic for a couple of reasons. It's Game of Thrones in space. Mm-hmm. And again, they were really strong at adapting a storyline right. to begin with. It's when they had to kind of lean on their own understanding that it became a problem. So there's so much expanded universe shit in that Knights of the Old Republic era, I feel like they actually probably could have done a good job crafting something out of what already existed. Yeah, I'm not sad to see them go. What made, did make me nervous was in Disney's statement, they seemed kind of interested in bringing them back eventually. Mm. And uh, Well, they got time. They'll see what their next yeah. product is. Yeah. Let's get through it first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not crying over it. Yeah, let's bring back uh, the Lego movie guys first. Mm. Yeah. And then give... 
I'm definitely, I'm Switzerland on this. I, I don't care one way or the other. Yeah. But what are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, these guys, how they ended Game of Thrones, and they were going to make that Confederacy show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, about definitely, that. <laughs> that Confederacy show should have made anyone leery of hiring him. Yeah. Because that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. Yeah. And they almost got a Star Wars show. Very, very close to, and you know, who knows, maybe in the future. But uh, I think that's the news. Hey. Yeah. It's my catchphrase now, yep. Ian. So join us a little bit later this week. I think we're going to be doing the best songs that were written specifically for movies with a bunch of criteria because it gets really complicated when you try and figure out what exactly that means. Uh, so join us a little bit later this week for that. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us and tell us other news things that we missed or which Star Wars properties you're excited about, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. Later.